the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo! It's Friday night. Um, listen, full stop. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it is all mine. It's ladies' night, right? Who remembers that song by uh, Cool in the Gang? Yeah. Oh, it's ladies' night and the feeling's right. Well, guess where it was ladies' night? Um, across the pond, as the people say. Uh, they had their own version. A couple of activists had their own version of ladies' night in the Courtauld Institute of Art in London, and I've been to London and thought I went to all the galleries over there. I'm not familiar with this one because, of course, I I love art, believe it or not, even though I'm like a crass hot dog, you know, eating Cajun girl out of Louisiana. Um, Spent a lot of time in in, uh, art galleries and museums uh, growing up. So here's the story out of London. This is how insane the left is. And it, and, and you know what? There used to be a time to where there would be like pockets of insanity or there'd be cultural insanity. Like you, you know, we used to laugh that, um, that the kind of insanity going on, say in Europe would be different than, you know, kind of insanity going on, say in a state in, in America. Right now it's got it. There's the, the global, New World Order, Global Great Reset, and the trying to homogenize the world and turn us into one in one global culture is kind of working because you know what? There's actually a lot of similarities going on in the crazy of people in Europe, uh, very similar to the craziness here uh, in America. Here's an example. Is there anybody more crazy than the climate change people? Um, no. In fact, we've got a story with you involving a lady who thinks she's a bird coming up in the next no segment. No joke. No joke. Okay. No joke. So the the level of insanity around the world is starting to get, you know, have a lot of common thread and it's getting increasingly crazy. Um, but uh, to me right now, the still in the lead, if we were to have a competition, still in the lead for the craziest of the craziest, the climate change people. There's these two women in London that glued themselves to a Van Gogh painting. And they said, hi, I'm sorry, everybody. We don't want to be doing this, but we're terrified for our future. One young climate activist told the crowd who gathered to watch. Look, you know what? I love performance art as much as the next person, but not when it involves the insanity of climate change. That's not interesting. Nobody wants to see that. And what I want to know is a Van Gogh. Now, they glued themselves to the frame, but nobody should have even been able to get that close to an actual Van Gogh. How they even near it. Yeah. I want to know who was behind this at that art at that museum, the Courtauld Institute of Art. They told the crowd that their British organizations, Just Stop Oil, had been working for 30 years to stop fossil fuel licensing and production. Well, I would say after 30 years. (laughs) 
It's kind of been a hashtag fail. Um, the only, you know, at, um, at, although Joe Biden was able to destroy our oil industry, you know, on day one of his of his office, um, the Van Gogh painting La Le, Le, uh, It's been a long time since I studied Francais. La Croix with uh, peach trees in blossom was removed from display after the protest. Museum staff say the painting is not damaged, but glue residue remains on the frame, which will require cleaning. Police were seen at the museum, but whether the protesters were arrested was not released. Of course they weren't arrested. Because around the world, again, you know, I, I was saying before that the, you know, there used to be a time where the cultural differences between countries, therefore the kind of crazy that was happening within the countries was distinct because our cultures used to be distinct as nations, right? Um, now, the, this, the climate change crazy people are everywhere around the world, as are the, um, the LBGTQ extremists going on. Um, we might as well talk about her. We might. <laughs> you know, we we plan. I was thinking a while back. I want to start doing a wacky, the wacky story weekly oh, roundup. This would qualify. This would definitely qualify for it. Um, and you know what? I'm not. And you know, and I don't care if anybody starts adding me and tweeting at me that I'm being insensitive to anybody from the LBGTQ movement. I don't care. Okay, I'm I'm not going to speak out and show the crazy and display the crazy. I'm going to I'm going to put the crazy so far out there and mock everybody associated with this because there will be no end. Here's what people need to understand that since every bit of this is the cultural Marxist movement, there's not going to be end to it. Right. See, it initially started. This whole LBGT thing starts with tolerance. You just have to accept that there's homosexuals in life. You just, you know, and be tolerant towards them. Then it was um, validation. Then we had to validate people's choices. Right. And that included particularly since this once the Supreme Court ruled on gay marriage, then you were supposed to validate people's choices. Then it became forced participation. Right. And um the forced participation is now going to go from not just forced participation in terms of LBGTQ, but forced participation with LBGTQT and animals. And y'all think we're joking. Skins, I don't have the clip number in front of me. You, Do you don't have need a- to. I have a very special button for it. Okay. By the way, let's ask us before we play this. Uh, does she have wings? Hmm. Hi, my name is Cameron and I'm a member of our DID system. So Avery and I are both birds. I am a cardinal and Avery is a blue jay. We like AM air pronouns in particular because they feel even further removed from gender than they than theirs. And being birds, while we do have um, our own gender expression, we don't inherently have a gender at all. And not in the way that, like, we're just non-binary. It's that, like, our species as, like, an avian-human hybrid does not inherently have any kind of gender at all. So you use them just like singular pronouns, like he, him, or she, her. Uh, Spelling and pronunciation-wise, it's like they, them, theirs without the TH at the beginning. So the best way I think to practice is to write out um, a couple of short sentences using like he, him, his, and himself, and then go back through and erase all of those pronouns and fill them in with a, m, air, air, self. Andrea, our species? (sighs) That's just part of what's wrong here. See, this is what happens when you coddle insanity. 
Instead of pointing out to people that are crazy, hey, you're crazy, right? Or or if you don't want to tell people and point out to them that they're crazy and they're insane, that's fine, but you don't have to participate in it. This is why you don't start allowing this kind of kookery, this... this um, uh, you get to pick your gender kind of nonsense to, stay, to take root because there's no end to it. Andrea, I know we call me DJ Potato Skins, but I really, I feel like a potato skin. Do you? See, I thought we were just mocking your love of skins. I, I don't you think a, so. You actually identify as a potato now? No, I should, but no. Okay. What are the, pro, what are the pronouns for a potato? What's Tasty. a pronoun for skin? <laughs> Tasty? So how Bacon. do you spell that? So instead of calling you he or they or them, um, what, what would it be? See now, see, now we're just getting too far into the weeds. Nah, but, but, but that's exactly it, the insanity of it all. Well, yeah. And, and, it, it, and it's actually even hard. The more I, At first, I was cracking up over this story. Now it's like, you know what? It's frustrating. It's frustrating and scary. It is. This is why conservatives got to stop pandering. It's like and going along and using their words. But at the very beginning of this, when did this... This has kind of been really... Just all of a sudden, it feels like in the last two years, this whole gender stuff and gender the affirming the last couple of years, when it first started showing up on the scenes, we st- we needed to be getting back in people's faces and saying, stop, stop. What but you're experiencing, you said, what you're experiencing. Republicans would say, you know what? But we don't want to be labeled as as not tolerant, Andrea. Well, th- that's why, you know, we're in this mess. Because we allowed ourselves through the idea of kindness, what we've, what all we have done is when you enable and you encourage mental illness, the mental illness is going to spread. And that's what's going on in this country. We're, we're spreading mental illness. Uh, I'm sick of hearing conservatives, so-called conservatives on Newsmax using words like gender affirming surgery. Um, I'm not going to refer to somebody who has chosen to live their life as another gender. I'm not going to use your, your prescribed pronouns. We need to stop doing that. I'm not going to call you if you are a guy who is wearing a wig, got breast implants or whatever, wants to live your life as a woman. You can put on a dress. You can put on a wig. I'm not going to call you a she because you're not. And every time that we have done that, it's led us to this point. And if we're ever going to get our country back, if you want to stop reverse course from five-year-olds being permanently mutilated with, you will stop this. You're not, that's, you're not committing an act of kindness when you participate in this. And there will be no end. There will be something crazier down the line. Well, what's, what's going to happen is our country will be completely gone. They're in the process of wiping out women in this country. They're in the process of wiping out men in this country. There was a, and there's a reason ultimately for it. Every bit of this movement has been about destroying the United States of America, destroying the family by and by and then um, in all different manner, destroying the roles of a family. And see, think about the progression there, right? In terms of destroying the family. Initially, it was you. You don't have to get married. Why get married? Why not just live together? And you don't even have to be married or even live together to have a baby. You women go have a baby on your own. And now it's that, you know, um, uh, then it becomes women. You can have it all. And now there's no such thing as a woman and no such thing as a man. And I think they're even pushing Andrea right now. I've heard, uh, you know, a couple of times. Why even bother having a baby? Well, I think that um, 
that 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 will come at the end when there's nobody left to actually procreate because there's this one actor who was so sickened by I think it I can't remember his, what his name was no he was the actor who was upset at people uh he was the actor who was in the um Lightyear who did the the kiss and he said that he wanted everybody who had a problem with that to die off well listen up moron maybe you missed science class the day they taught reproduction but if all you have left is men or or women you ain't procreating well then you we're all going to die off everybody's going to die off so yeah ultimately that's where this goes the destruction of the united states of america is uh, you know this is this is what's leading to our demise and well it's part of the, their whole depopulation scheme anyway yeah the uh, the 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 movie Dinesh D'Souza did a movie years ago called 2016, and he said at the end of Barack Obama's presidency, his goal was to leave America militarily and economically neutered. He also made a lot of progress in Thank leaving God us. For Donald Trump. Well, but he left us at the end of 2016 on the road to cultural oh, ruin, yeah. and Donald Trump really didn't do anything to stop it. When, to be honest, when Donald Trump was running and the subject of... Uh, he saved us economically, was my point. Well, yeah, but ultimately, culturally is what's going to kill us, and what we've got to have going forward is somebody who doesn't just understand free market principles and low taxation and low rate regulation but somebody who understands like ron DeSantis. oh it's just gonna that, say like ron DeSantis. that it's this cultural stuff that ultimately will kill us and as much as i love trump he was proud to talk about how bruce jenner as caitlin jenner was able to come in and use his hotel and you know what i don't have a problem with that either i interviewed caitlin caitlin was perfectly fine great interview very respectful interview but that doesn't that doesn't but but we've got to have somebody who understands that every bit of this is about destroying this country and the the right thing to do is to push back against these um, this movement because it's about communism. And Trump didn't push against the culture issue. He didn't do it. He let his Betsy DeVos. What's going on in our schools right now did just happen under Biden administration. It happened under his Department of Education. He spent the majority of his time working on economic policy. That's great. He wanted to seal the border. That's great. I loved what he did with the embassy in Jerusalem, the Abraham Accords, but and he all that. The social issues. He did, and that's what has been uh, part of of the problem with the Republican Party, and in part because really so many of them, all they care about is amassing power. They, you know, ulti- and they're they're so short term thinking about their own power and making money that they're not thinking about the the ruin of this country. Is that a necessity in twenty twenty four if somebody's running for the Republican ticket? It, it that is they for have me. To do that for you? It is for me. So, and I think that Trump is seeing the writing on the wall regards to DeSantis, and that's why he's come out and said he'd be happy to have DeSantis on his ticket in twenty twenty four. And I think that would be a winner. I think he, even though Trump is very optimistic, I, I think that he realizes if, if he doesn't do that, DeSantis has got a pretty good shot at beating him. Yeah. I don't think Youngkin does. There's there's a lot of people coming out today saying uh, Virginia Governor Youngkin, because he was able to, to come in as governor on the CRT thing, um, that you know he could maybe have, I don't think so. have some movement. Not at all. He doesn't have the... He has not done in Virginia anywhere even remotely what DeSantis has done in Florida. And DeSantis has years of doing this. And Youngkin was kind of a one-issue 
cultural warrior for the state of Virginia, unlike DeSantis, who every I mean, he's he is aggressive. He's he's um, offensive. He He's not on the defense. He's never on the defense. He's never on the defense. He he gets a whiff of something that's happening culturally with the left. And he's like, you're not going to do this here in Florida. You're not going to do this here in Florida. I'm going to do this to stop you in advance of you advancing your agenda in the state of Florida. And now for the first time in years, we've got more Republicans uh, registered to vote in Florida than we've had Democrats in a really long time. He has increased. And this is what the Republican Party needs to recognize. He has increased Republican um, registration. He has increased his support by standing firm against the culture, the uh, the cultural war that's going on. Got to take a break. We come back. Speaking of a war, man, um, if we thought that the decision by SCOTUS on Roe v. Wade was going to end the threats against their life, man, that the war is only heating up and amping up. There are literally threats against the lives of the Supreme Court tonight. And uh, but only one arrest has been made. Stay tuned. More Andrew K. Show coming right up. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You know who's a nominee? For us for here of the week, Carrie Lake. We reached out to her. She's running for governor of Arizona. She's the gal who was in media and decided to quit her very successful. I think she was the most successful um, news reporter, anchor journalist in the state of Arizona for something like 20 years. And not just because she's stunningly beautiful, this woman is, but because she's just so intelligent and just as an ability to connect with people, well, she is on fire, man, with the conservatives uh, for as a conservative, and particularly going against the media. I remember back when Rush Lim, not Rush Limbaugh, when uh, Newt Gingrich was running for, I think it was in 2012 in the primaries, and he didn't have a chance of winning the nomination. But what I loved about him being on the stage during the debates was how he would take it to these uh, Democrat, quote, moderators. And it's not been since Newt Gingrich that I have seen anybody so skillfully, like a, like, um, like a surgeon, just attack in the middle of an interview so skillfully and just basically I, I'm trying not to use the word scalp because I know that it's like politically incorrect but I'm tired and it's Friday night <laughs> so um, here's just a, a, a little bit of Carrie Lake in an interview I think with uh, Chad Ladd Brett Baer, um, who is is getting a lot of heat today on Twitter everywhere for his his belief in the Cassidy Hutchinson ridiculous allegation of Trump trying to choke out a Secret Service agent. Here is Miss Carrie Lake taking it to Chad Ladd, Brett Baer. Let me just ask you one thing. Uh, obviously, as a candidate, you come under scrutiny. The Washington Post has a story today. It says Arizona GOP candidate who criticized drag queens was once a fan, according to a drag queen. This is the quote. Arizona GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, who has attacked drag queens as dangerous to children, attended the shows of drag queen Richard Stevens for more than 20 years and once hired him to perform at her home. Do you care to address that? I do care. I actually do care to address that. And I'm really shocked. I'm actually appalled that Fox News would take defamatory story like that. And we are pursuing legal action against this drag queen. 
I'm appalled that you would bring that up when you have not talked about our stolen election. You've failed to talk about We just spent three that. questions, Ms. Lake, talking about this. I just you asked haven't. you a number of questions about it. I played the Arizona this House Speaker. This is the first of it. Let's address, this, let's address this story that's in the Washington Post. Every candidate takes wow. tough stories. I'm asking you to I'm, respond I'm to it to if you'd like it. to. I'm happy to address it, but I, I'm really disappointed in Fox. I thought you were a little better than CNN. <laughs> this is a person who I covered for decades, for decades, 20 years, and he's never been in my home. He says he's been in my home for a drag show. That's ludicrous. He's never been in my home. He's lied. We tried to serve him defamation papers, okay. and he's so shady that we can't even track him down because he's not even welcome at the places what that he works. I'm sorry, but this is the last question I'm going to ask. What about these pictures of you with him, Richard Stevens? Brent, and the what about the, is, the post I've performed for Carrie's birthday? I've performed in her home. That's not I've true. I've performed for her at that's some of the true. seediest bars in Phoenix. I don't want to ask these questions. I ask you to address them. That's I, actually, I think, you, I think you do want to ask them, but you don't want to ask about 2,000 mules. I think you do want to ask about this. This is absolutely ludicrous. I'm, I'm talking about drag shows in schools. Mm -hmm. This is what triggered this man. Somebody who goes to a drag show with female impersonators is one thing. We don't want our tax money going into drag shows at school. Okay, I understand and what you're making a difference the there, but you're I'm saying his allegations. Okay, so, are you know, I mean, you know, are you kidding me, Brett Bear? This is guy who's supposed to be considered to be one of the last straight up journos at Fox News. The guy, by the way, who made who came to fame at Fox News for being called Chad Lad back during the 2000 uh, Bush v. Gore days, never to be accused of having any talent or any intellect. She already says we've got we've got a defamation lawsuit against this man. He's never been in my home and he comes back with. But he says he's been in your home. That's what qualifies today as a proper interview on Fox News. Are you still watching Fox News? I got to ask you out there. You still watching Fox News? Why would you after that? She's absolutely right. They have not done one story on 2000 Mules. Not one. Not one. And she's absolutely right. Let me tell y'all. Full confession. Full. Back when I was at LSU, I went. I, I actually went and saw a couple of drag shows. Okay, I've seen them. I was curious to see what was going on in them. You know what I saw? And you know what? I'm an adult. And it's absolutely ludicrous and absurd to try to conflate. Somebody saying that drag drag shows and drag queens and drag queen story hour have no, nothing about that has anything is, is appropriate to be around children. And for him to try to drag her that way and troll her that way in the middle of an interview is absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. She would not have filed a defamation lawsuit against this man if there was any truth into what he was saying. Shame on Brett Baer. Shame on Fox News. I'm not going to say shame on anybody who continues to watch, but you've got you to be asking yourself why. If you're a true conservative and you're a Trump supporter and you're MAGA, you've got to be asking yourself why you're watching an outlet that will not report anything in any way, shape, or form about the election in 2020. That here we've got the best MAGA candidate I've ever seen in my life running for governor, short of, of Ron DeSantis, and that's how Brett, Brett Baer is trying to treat her. And you got you to wonder about Brett Baer as an individual, too, because he's got little kids. What kind of creeper is he that he would, that he would be? Clearly, because if he's asking those questions, that's somebody to me that thinks it's okay for men to be strutting around in G-strings and having kids put $1 bills, handing out $1 bills to them. These are these are sexualized adult performances that have no place to be around children. And even after she qualified 
her position on it. He then goes back to the lie the guy said he was in her home. Ridiculous. Man, she's fierce. And we that's how we all need to be as Americans. When we're confronted, when somebody's trying to back us into a corner on our beliefs, when somebody's trying to force us into using pronouns that defy logic, reasoning, or science and only enable the mental illness that's going on in this country, we need to be saying no. No. We need to be we need to be standing up at school boards saying, and even if we don't have children, to be saying, you're not going to be teaching this in our classrooms. We played a clip last night from this creep of a teacher, supposedly, bragging about intentionally trying to confuse children. That's what's going on. And instead of addressing that, Brett Baer's trying to come at this woman over drag, you know, that, that she doesn't want drag queens teaching kids. I got to leave it there because I, I, I'm, I'm getting a little too fired up and, and I might want to say something about Brett Bear that probably I shouldn't. All right. We got a, um, some arrests were made. This is actually what I was planning to tell you guys, but I didn't have time to get into it th- this segment. We come back. This, the ruling's already done with SCOTUS. So what would be the point of threatening to assassinate them? Well, we'll share with you the latest when we come back, don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Got an email here. You guys can email me anytime at andreakshow.com. Uh, so got an email responding to uh, my Brett Bear comments in this Carrie Lake clip that I played. And she says, could care less what you do with your uh, parts or anybody else's. Don't want it in my face. They are insane. And that might have been related to that other could have been the bird lady. I'm not sure. But I think it was related to um, the Brett Bear part. They are insane. And I'm proud of my country. But not all these these communi- communism woke crap stop already. So could be just kind of a recap of the different topics from tonight. Thank you so much, Alice, for for emailing. Then there's another comment here that says, um, ha- oh, this is about Brett. Haven't watched Brett for a long time just for the way he acts. He's Chris Wallace. Uh, reincarnated so yeah he's he has become the new Chris Wallace you know he's got this expression on his face like he's just you know um, you know so intellectually superior kind of like when um, who was it the interview Sarah Palin years ago that had been the morning co-host on Good Morning America Charlie Gibson first time he ever, we ever saw Charlie Gibson wear a, gl- a pair of glasses and he's got them at the end of his nose looking down at Sarah Palin man get out of here Nobody thinks you've got a copy of Swan's Way on your nightstand. Get over yourself. Okay. Well, the left has not gotten over Roe v. Wade. In fact, for some reason, the um, the assassination threats are actually increasing against the Supreme Court. And you would think that, okay, once you, you get a result, you, you would think that the threats would be in order to coerce an outcome, right? Which is why the left didn't care that the Supreme Court justices in their homes were being surrounded in violation of federal law. It is against the law to attempt to intimidate. It's obstruction of justice to attempt to interfere in the process that has to do with the law, right? And so yet you would think that, okay, as despicable and disgusting, as horrific as that is, and including the fact that Kavanaugh that was, 
I don't want to say was about to be assassinated, but someone was arrested near his home who was there to assassinate him, complete with flexi cuffs. Um, You would think, though, that after the decision was handed down, that it might stop um, uh, the threats, like they would accept it and move on. But no, because all abuse is about control. And... even though common sense and rational thinking would tell you, well, why would you why would you want to um, issue a threat after the fact? Well, it's because it's a way of it, it's a way of intimidating anybody judges at the local level. It's also a way of sending a message. It's childish and acting out. These are the same people that will burn down their own cities because they don't like after George Floyd. They were upset at what happened with George Floyd and the way he was treated. So then they burned down somebody else's business. Right? It's that kind of. Uh, insane response to something that they don't like, right? Um, you look like you're eager to say something before. Yeah, I'm just really surprised with as harsh of a crime as it is to even appear outside of a federal judge's house to do even an individual protest that they're just not all hauled away. This just baffles my mind. Right. And as of tonight, they have now gone from Kavanaugh's home to surrounding the home of Amy, Co- uh, Amy Coney Barrett and the uh, the filthy language expletives. She has children. I think she has like six children. There's absolutely no excuse for why Merrick Garland hasn't arrested them all in the DOJ. You know, you were telling me during the break that Joe Biden is admitting that they don't have the bo- the votes. Right. Um, for to um, to get the filibuster, is that what you're reporting? Here, let me go back to the headline here. That's well, we know that what they wanted. Right. We know we know that with the filibuster. Yeah, rule, Biden admits the Democrats lack filibuster-proof vote tally to pass abortion access. Okay, so okay, but what I'm not sure what they're saying. Let me clarify. There, no, they do not have the votes to get it to codify Roe with a filibuster-proof majority. I thought what you were saying was he's admitted that they don't have the votes to end the filibuster. Oh, no. I think that they are going to try to end the filibuster if they can um, right now. And if not, Elizabeth Warren has come out and said today that they only need two additional senators, they think, to be able to um, end the filibuster. And then they hopefully if they keep the House, then they will be able to push through anything, anything that and they you know want. What I, think, a plan. Andrea, I, I think they're going to give up on going for cinema and mansion and they're just going to try and pick off a couple of Republicans. Well, well, yeah, we'll see. Well, it depends on how far they try to go. I, I don't know any Republican that's OK right now with getting rid of the filibuster. What they needed was Republicans to join them in reaching the 60-vote threshold. I think getting back to the, the death threats against SCOTUS, I think it's, it's, it's about continuing to send a message of intimidation. It's also an, it is symbolic of the movement of the left towards violence. The, when you allowed two years ago people to rage and burn down buildings and murder and slaughter and terrorize people in order to get something that they want and you reward them, then that's only going to foster more of giving people what they want. Um, a man was arrested in Texas for tweeting out 20-year-old Michael Arkambault. I don't know how to pr- pronounce his name. He was arrested Saturday. He tweeted out threatening to kill everybody in the Supreme Court. He said, I'm a really dude. I'm a finna. I'm finna kill him. I'm could, could he even be serious when he can't even he can't even form a cogent sentence. 
I'm finna kill everyone in Supreme Court with my AK-47, read the now-deleted June 24th tweet. The tweet was made just hours after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Uh, Reportedly, um, he was arrested and no firearms were actually found um, at his, were actually found at his his home. Um, There was another, there was actually another uh, unhinged activist who uh, tweeted out, uh, something called the Supreme Court Assassination Challenge. Supreme Court Assassination Challenge in response to the High Court's decision. Um, somebody named Ehrlich, Eric Ehrlich, Eli Ehrlich. He's a dude who I quote identifies as a woman. Um, he tweeted out the Supreme Court Assassination Challenge. And of course, not only I, I, he deleted the tweet, but his Twitter account is quite active, unlike President Trump. You know, they tried to take down libs of TikTok claiming that she was a threat. And yet they leave up somebody who literally called for an assassination challenge of the Supreme Court. Before I end this segment, we're going to quickly go to the phones because we've got a caller on the line. Troy from San Diego. Oh, Troy, Troy from San Diego. What say you, my dear? Well, it's just that we're talking about absolute insanity with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm still saying that we eventually are going to have to have a secession from the union. There has to be a new country that follows God. Well, and even not, even if it doesn't follow God, can't follow this insanity. I cannot reach across the aisle with people that think that birds, that there is such a thing as that you can choose your own gender. There is such a thing as non-binary and that now we've got people thinking that they're birds and we've got to use certain pronouns for that. We're done. We're done, Troy. When that's where we're at, all you people that believe in that kind of craziness, including J-Lo, you're introducing your daughter as they, them. Girl, you stay on this other side. Okay, because I can't, I can't have anything to do with you. That's where I'm at. I'm with the succession. Going to have to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had. um, You know, some people say it's absolutely impossible. You know, a friend of mine, Larry Clayman, has been pushing to follow the Constitution, which says that you know, when your government completely fails you. The fallback to that is to start a new government. What do you know? And then I and yeah. I get emails from people saying, "Look, Larry is too out there. There's no way this is workable." Well, I mean, we've got to do something because these people are literally going to destroy our country if we don't do something. It is destroyed at this point right now. I mean, we. I never thought I'd see at the point where we would be at right now. I. It just. Uh, you know, it's it's scary, and I don't think that you know. I, I, it's just my personal opinion that sooner or later, somebody is going to have to step out and say, we're not doing this anymore. We're out of here. And once that mm-hmm. happens, I think you'll see more follow. Well, one of the things I'm concerned of, there was an article I, I saw yesterday where Exxon, I think it was, one of the big oil companies is like, you know what, now's a good time for us to sell our pro- commercial property in Northern California with the with the real estate prices like they are. And then we're going to offer to pay for our 4,000 employees here in California to move to Texas. And I thought, wow, I mean, these are all Northern California employees. Uh, you know, what, what, what percentage would no. be conservative? <laughs> you know, um, 1%, 40 out of 4,000. Yeah, so then 4,000 exactly. moved to Texas and they flipped Texas blue. If we're going to split and have a successful split, we got to get on it, man. Because we, we whatever yeah. we're going to do, we got to start doing it PDQ because they are actively, particularly through the open borders, Troy, where we had Todd Benzman on last night to talk about how they're moving them around the country. It's strategic. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
So, you know, we all need to be putting our thinking caps on because let me tell you, the time has passed for us to just sit around and complain. The time for is for us to get active. And I think we need to start thinking about how we might make that kind of move. But then there's the other people choice. Say, look at the look at the rebound with what the Supreme Court has done. Uh, returning power back to the states. I understand. And that's just, that's wonderful. It is. But the problem still remains the same. You are still going to be part of loony bin. And that's the problem is I just don't, I just think it's such a separation that, you know, even even uh, with the, even if it's a nation still quote together as in fifty states, it's still going to be separated, completely separated, and eventually it's going to split one way or the other because one's not going to listen to the other and follow follow the rules, specifically the Democrats. So how would we let's let's think of this for a second before we have to take a break. So how would we okay. split it? Because you know what, there used to there's you know used to. Uh, we've got North Korea and South Korea, right? So, you know, how right. how would we split up the country? Because we've got res- natural resources to think about. We've got military installations to think about. Um, right. How do we do it? Okay. First of all, I would say, I don't know how, how big we're talking about as far as the states, but I would say you take Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, possibly Tennessee, possibly South Carolina, possibly Kentucky. Okay, I don't think a full 50 states. You just get the ones that are just completely red, follow God, everything like that. Okay, in those areas, you've already got some a lot of installations already set up. Just say, this is ours. You guys go by yourselves. Live and let live. We're just going to start our own government right here. Okay. And then uh, from the from the whole military standpoint, beyond that, you know, that can be negotiated. It's like, you know, we pay this. If you don't want to, that's fine, because we do have nukes in those in those states. That, well, that's, well, look, that's if we've got as the U.S. military, we've got installations at places all around the world. So you know, we could still we could work out a deal if they've got because I think a lot of the military installations, the majority are not in those states. Um, but yeah, right. yeah, we could we could mix it up. Those things could be negotiated. So Troy's right because something's got to be that, done. So you can't say something's got to be done. It's a bad idea. Yeah, Scott Merritt. Well, but you also said something else too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had four, you were talking about forty thousand people being kicked out of the military. How yeah. fast do you think they're willing to defend a true country for freedom? Ooh, that's a good point, Troy. That's a good point. We that that would be those are the forty thousand I want to get they behind. Those are the, of that. yeah, those are they my people. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I got to re I got to be thinking about right now. It's, uh, you know, Georgia and Louisiana are scary to me in terms of any kind of conservatism. Georgia is looking like right now it's neck and neck with Brian Kemp uh, and and Stacey Abrams. It look if they elect Abrams as governor in Georgia, Georgia is off my list. Georgia's off my yeah. list. And, and Louisiana well, even put Georgia on the list. Oh, you didn't? No. Uh, well, it, well then it's hard Louisiana. if you've got it. Well, yeah, it's hard if you've got South Carolina, but you ain't got Georgia. That makes it a little bit tricky. Um, uh, well, with Florida on there, you're looking at a lot of areas that are going to have seaports. So mm-hmm. you can move around how you need to to different states that way. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know what? I'm I, I'm going to have to take a, a break, but I'm loving where we're going with this because I got an email from a, a, a listener who was like, this Larry Clayman, you got to stop pushing him. And I don't really push Larry, but I actually like the idea. What I, I like to push is ideas and give people you know, opportunities to think and expand. I like to expand the idea of ideas and, and opportunities because we have to start thinking solutions bigger than what we've been doing, which is just we're going to show up and vote and half the people don't even do that. Troy, we had 21% turnout recently in our primaries. That's abysmal. We're not going to save this yeah. country yeah. At, at, on election day or election weeks, particularly with the way that the Democrats are cheating. It's not, we're not going to save this country. We've got to be thinking bigger. And we've got to, for all of us that want to talk about make America great again, we need to start showing the spirit of those on which this country was founded. Troy, thank you so much. I know you have that spirit and we love yeah. you. We thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We're going to take our final break of tonight's show. When we come back, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Uh, Wrapping up. Tonight's Friday night edition as we roll into 4th of July weekend. We will be off Monday night for 4th of July. We are taking that holiday off and celebrating us some U.S. of A. And somebody posted on Facebook at the top of the show back in the 6 o'clock hour. I said um, I talked about this Gallup poll to where only 38% of Americans said they were extremely proud of being an American or extremely proud of America. And somebody said, well, you know... I, I don't remember how I characterized it. And somebody put on there that there's a difference in the question. I don't really see it that way. To me, uh, what is it, what's the difference between whether or not you're proud of America or proud to be an American? To me, you know, they're, they're one and the same. Um, so we, I look forward to it. I love everything about this country. I always have. And, you know, and I think that um, it's because, you know, some so much about conservatism, in my opinion, is that you can still love somebody or something, even though it's flawed. We don't have this. We don't have this quest for perfection like the Marxists do with their quest for utopia. We got, I think, maybe a minute or two left, and we're gonna we're gonna take one more phone call. Uh, excuse me, before we end tonight's show. All right, John from San Diego's got a comment. All right, John, welcome. Hi, can we refer to Biden as uh, Dirty Joe? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm happy to call him that. Why do you want to call him Dirty Joe? Because he, just his whole history, whole history. I feel filthy when I listen to him. I just feel like I got to take a shower. Yeah. Well, he is filthy. He's filthy, not just in the way he gropes um, women and girls, which is so much about power. And I'm not even saying that it's necessarily sexual, but when you see him come up behind and put the hands on him, it's about power. He is a power mad and sniffing him. He is a power mad, corrupt, disgusting old man. And you know who my hero of the week might be? I don't know when the bicycle happened, the bicycle fall happened, but you know what? The bicycle that took him down is my hero of the week. (laughs) (laughs) We got to leave it there. You have a great 4th of July, my friend. Love you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. That's my hero of the week is the, I'm joking. Um, I'm leaving my hero with America. You know, there's lots of nonsense going on, but we are the greatest country on this planet. I got to give my heroes to the, to SCOTUS who in the face of death threats and intimidation and all kinds of 
evil, they held firm for the most part and issued some amazing rulings, giving power back to the states where it belongs, which is what this country was founded on. And God bless America. God bless you guys. We'll see you Tuesday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.